0: Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 48 of the Mess Hall Podcast. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. And one of the great parts about being part of the Alberta Podcast Network is meeting other podcasters. And this week I have the delight to have on my podcast, the host of the Titan's Podcast, Vanda Favreau. This was a super fun episode. I'm glad you came over. We uh, had a great chat about food. As always, as everybody on the podcast does. But, again, thanks to Vanda for coming on. Her podcast is super awesome. Make sure you listen to that. That, again, is a tight ends podcast. You know, it's a weekly recap of NFL events. But done in a, I'm going to say, unique way. And it's super fun. Her podcast is a lot of fun. Best segment ever, What's Up With Gronk? You know, I was, on the, I was on her podcast a couple times. I had a ton of fun doing it, so I hope she had a ton of fun doing my podcast. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. All podcast welcome to the mess hall podcast vanda um you are the host of the tight ends podcast that's right um i'm excited to have you on so thanks for coming by
1: well thanks you normally have comedians and i'm hilarious but i'm not paid to be hilarious
0: (laughs) no um but i do find you very funny i like your sense of humor so and this may be funnier than the reg- some of the other comedians that I've oh, had. Oh, no, so. no pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. Um, so, I know from talking to you you've and listening to your podcast, you've traveled around, and I know you've traveled extensively in the States. So, what are some of those spots in the, that when you're traveling, where do you want to go back to for the food? Is there any places that just hit you and you're like, I have to go back there?
1: Well, my husband and I are very much on the same page in terms of travel and looking up where to eat. That is pretty much second to like, where are we going to sleep? Okay. (laughs) Because we don't want to miss out. We don't want to have to be stuck going to a chain that we have, you know, that we can go to anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And we want to search out stuff that's kind of local and cool and different. Yeah. So we rely on, you know, all your kind of favorite You know, Yelp and the there's a there's a great um, website where you can go to look up all the ones off the Food Network that have been highlighted. So you go to the state, you go to the city, and it'll tell you. Oh, this one was featured on Diners, Dives, whatever that one is. Diners, Dives,
0: and Dive In's. (laughs) Dive In's. (laughs) That
1: one, Uh, or whatever one it was featured on. So then you can kind of see. Oh, I really like their stuff. Or
0: okay,
1: yeah. So my husband and I both agree we want to try out different things. So where would I go back to? Um, Oh, that's hard to say. My husband would say Austin, Texas for the barbecue. I don't eat meat. (laughs) So I will say San Francisco for the fish right off the wharf, right there. Like, they're outside. They have these big barrels of just boiling water. And they just throw, you know, crab and shrimp into these boiling bats right there and they
0: scoop it out and serve it to you nice i, I like that idea it's just so it's like right there so fresh and yeah
1: really. and we went one night we went to fisherman's wharf and had fish and chips or shrimp and, and chips on the you know on the wharf and then the next time we were like where do you want to go eat and i'm like can we go back to the wharf? we went back to the exact same thing the guy said i ran out of french fries do you mind if i replace your french fries with shrimp <laughs> it was like the heavens opened.
0: <laughs> yes, you can replace my french fries with shrimp. <laughs> now, were they just boiled shrimp, or were they battered? Or?
1: Battered, yeah, it was the nice... You know, you gotta go for the nice battered shrimp nice, when you're nice. going for the big fried, yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. Um, so, have you ever been to Seattle, where they also have like the big fisherman's market, where they're throwing fish around and stuff Absolutely,
1: like that? love Seattle. Yeah, and that's another great place to get some good... Um, food, and you can go down there to that Pike Place Market, and there's a great place there that has uh, pies, and they sort of do those, um, you know, with this this chowder, and then the thing on top, and the... Oh, like uh, Like the pie's almost in like a little... Bowl
0: itself, like a bread bowl?
1: Not a bread bowl, but like a little cuisette, like a little, you know, anyway... Uh, it's right there in Fisherman's Wharf, too, so we we like that. But I love those places along the coast because then it opens up the seafood stuff for me, which I, you know, don't get as much of in landlocked
0: Alberta. (laughs) Yes, yes, so true. So you don't eat meat. Your husband does. How do you guys compromise on a good restaurant, or do you just hope that they have both?
1: Well, my husband is unbelievably accommodating. He always checks a menu for something for me first, because he's like, I can always eat something. Yes. He said, you can't necessarily. So, I mean, steakhouses we don't go to, because they're usually quite limited, and if they do fish, they're not usually doing it very well. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> um but I mean, for me, I mean, I don't eat meat for health reasons. It's not like an ethical type thing. So we have meat at home. I cook meat for my husband sometimes. Um, he does most of the cooking because he's he's Italian. You always let the Italian in the house cook. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. why would you, right? Not.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> my background is English. Really? <laughs> um Yeah, so we kind of, we usually find something, honestly, for me, and then it'll be something good for me, but we love love interesting appetizers, we love, you know, cool entrees, something different, yeah.
0: Nice. What kind of appetizers do you like to have?
1: Oh, boy. I love when they kind of do something different, so I'm trying to think what I've had recently that I really liked. I like, like, any of those... um, They do almost like a spring roll, but then they'll do interesting fillings, right? Do you know what I mean? So they'll do like...
0: Instead of just shrimp, they...
1: Yeah, they'll do goat cheese or they'll do some sort of fig jam or they'll do some sort of something different, you know? And here's the great thing. So because I have a husband who can cook, I think 90% is genetic and 10% is that he's worked on the skill, uh, I'll say, "You, you should make this and... You know, very often he's like, yeah, and then he'll tweak it to kind of whatever will suit us. And he he recreates dishes all the time. Do you want to hear what we had tonight?
0: Yes. <laughs> so
1: at Eastside Mario's, which is a tr- which is a chain restaurant, uh, but they have they used to have and it's off the menu now. This firecracker bow tie shrimp okay. pasta. So it's got shrimp, it's got the bow tie pasta, and it's fiery spicy. It's off the menu now. They made it for me last time because. Like, that's all that I want uh, if I happen to be there. Um, But it didn't taste the same. But my husband tonight recreated it for me because, and he tries to get it closer to what that kind of original was like. So it's awesome going somewhere, loving it, especially if you're in another city, and then saying, just, honey, just break this down and then make
0: this. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned a couple things that I really like. Um, fig jam. And oh
1: man, so good.
0: Yes, I I love preserves, like whether it's fig jam or date jam or stuff like that, um, jalapeno jelly. Yeah. I, I find those really exciting for me. That's what I like. And just dipping like so crackers and stuff like that in me, So
1: So getting like brie, putting yeah. it in your little cuisette little thing for the oven, and then covering it with some jam? And if you want to get fancy, wrap it in phyllo pastry. Yeah. And then you've got the pastry, the jam, the cheese. Come on. Please.
0: Yeah. I I made something similar for my wife. I uh, I made a honey blueberry jam, and Ooh. then I baked brie and had that on top. Awesome. So.
1: That is awesome.
0: I, I like brie in a little bit of dose. Like, yeah. I I think I really like good brie. Yes. But not like just cheap. Um,
1: to me, I have to have it warmed. Yeah. So you know how they slice it and they put it in sandwiches and stuff sometimes? I'm like, ugh, I kind of need it melty.
0: Yes, yes. Because I, I think it brings out some extra flavor, maybe extra quality, like the texture of it as well when it's warm. More...
1: Yeah, so. I'm a, I'm a little brieist. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I know you're excited this summer because you just listen to your podcast. I know you got a little buddy trailer. Uh, yeah is that little, the name
1: of it it's a little guy little, max yes. yeah made from liberty outdoors we get no kickbacks but uh yeah excited yeah. to go camping
0: so what are your camping foods gonna look like
1: you know what we need help with this because my husband just bought his name is frank I should just call him by his name frank or frankie uh if he's in trouble he's frankie <laughs> he just bought a smoker okay yeah So, it's like a little, um, it looks like two wash buckets basically put together. It's very rudimentary. Yeah. But it's supposed to be good for um, just camping, like especially, or for camping or if you're on the go kind of thing. It's a small kind of one. So, we want to smoke things, but what's the best thing smoked? Meat. Yes. Right? So, this is where I kind of am a little bit, um, you know, left out. So, do I... Eat meat only when I'm camping? Should I... Should I smoke trout?
0: And you can smoke cheeses, right? Yeah, so you can definitely smoke cheeses, especially if it's cold smoke. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with a good smoked cheese. Like, smoked cheddar yeah. is amazing. So... Maybe you could try smoking brie.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the the laws in Alberta change. Maybe you can smoke brie now. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But I was like, I said to him like, oh, it's such a shame for him that, you know, he can do these amazing meats and stuff. I mean, it's good. It's all for him, I guess. But yeah, I was kind of like, I wonder if I should, because it's, again, it's not an ethical reason I don't eat meat. It's a health reason. But I'm like, I wonder if I should try eating meat just while I'm camping and give myself or, you know, my dog
0: will get a nice snack
1: too. Maybe. I don't know.
0: (laughs) But you can always smoke fish. Like smoked salmon is very popular. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I I think if you're gonna smoke fish, it has to be like a more hearty fish, like a trout or, okay. um, smoked salmon, like where it's not gonna just fall apart, like, a, like a. Okay, cod so or salmon,
1: tr- trout, and what? So what's another good one then?
0: Um, probably halibut.
1: Halibut. Where okay. Where it's like
0: a more meaty. Okay, so gotcha. So gotcha. it doesn't just fall apart. Gotcha, and it will hold up to that smoke as well.
1: Mahi mahi. Yeah, yeah. If I want to get a little fancy, um, yeah. So we bought a smoker. And of course we have the you know little barbecue propane little barbecue as well, and um, yeah we have a we have burners inside of, as well in the in the trailer, no oven which is okay, and then we bought an instant pot, okay, and we kind of did buy it thinking oh maybe this would be good for camping because you can do kind of you know, but we bought kind of the bigger one I think it's too big I don't know, mm. but for two people
0: we <laughs> bought a um, one of those small little ovens for our camp
1: trailer
0: we haven't taken a camping yet but it has a rotisserie in it so um,
1: oh wow
0: so we use that in the house just um a lot of chicken stuff like that so
1: yeah so i don't know i kind of need um help because uh yeah i the thing is my husband loves to cook on vacation so whenever we go on vacation we usually you know in the past we've always rented um, you know, VRBO or Airbnb, right? And so this is why we bought the trailer because I'm like, I want to get closer to things and I want all my stuff there as opposed to these Airbnbs you don't really know what you're going to get, right? Yeah. But my husband loves to camp or loves to cook on vacation so I need to take advantage of it so you need to give me some good
0: ideas. Uh, I think what I was saying, like, just that heartier. or, um, yeah, but even, like, maybe on a barbecue just other yeah. stuff, like, you can, like, shrimp skewers and stuff like that over the open fire.
1: Yeah.
0: I think, that that would be all right because it's. I, I just like anything cooked over the fire. It's yeah, open it flame, is. Um, just even something simple like or. Like Dutch ovens are good too, right. because you can put those like almost right in the flame, and they'll take that heat and they'll put it all throughout.
1: Have you ever done any kind of bread, like a nan, or any kind of like griddle type bread, or anything like that? Have you ever tried that?
0: Not over a fire. I've cooked it in the house, yes. Just... Wouldn't it be
1: good over a fire?
0: Yes, it would be delicious. Um,
1: I, I think I'm going to have to add that to my list to do some research.
0: Yeah. I'm a big fan of bread, so... <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: never said no to a piece of bread.
0: Yeah, so... We usually just take some, but I never thought... We're, we're not always the best. We have great ideas when we go camping. And if we're on the ball, we're really good. Yeah. But to make bread like, bring dough with us, we're not that on the ball. But yeah. what we'll do is, like, we'll do some, a lot of prep, meal prep. So we'll have ribs, but we'll pre-cook the ribs. Right. And then freeze them, and then by the time they thaw, like, everything else in the cooler, like, it's right. almost like a ice pack.
1: Exactly. It helps, like, to keep so your fridge. And oh, then we'll put the that problem. over the
0: fire. Good idea. So they're probably about 90% cooked, just finishing them on uh,
1: yeah, get them nice and yeah. warm and with that nice flavor and taste. That's a great idea. We're gonna Okay, I'm gonna, i i got to write these down. Because yeah,
0: so... <laughs> this that's...
1: is our first time camping. So we bought our trailer in September, kind of end of the season type of yeah. thing, right? Um, it snowed so early here that we winterized really early. Okay. We probably could have used it a little bit later, but you know how we got that snow so early and October was not so nice. So we winterized. So we only got out one weekend with it and it was my husband's first time sleeping in a trailer. One that we had already bought. <laughs> So he's not a camper, um, but yeah, that now we are supposed to be. So starting in May, we'll be you know hitting the road, and so nice. we kind of need to learn all the stuff about food. So yeah, we'll have tons of snacks. That's our
0: thing. Is snacky foods. Yeah, we like snacks too. Yeah, I like road trips. I like road trips just for the snacks almost. Hit
1: just- the bulk barn, get your Mike and Ikes in a nice bag. It's yes. just amazing. <laughs> yes, I,
0: I find the bulk barn very dangerous for me. Yeah. Because before I know it, I have a $10 bag of Smarties.
1: Well, because it's so big that it doesn't look like that much. You're like, well, I'm only taking this bag of Smarties, or my, for me, it's yeah. Mike and because you're in this big warehouse of all this stuff. And then by the time you get out to your car or in your house, you're like, this is obscene. This- yes. <laughs> yes, I know. They get you that way. Yeah. That's they but,
0: but it's good. The last time I was there, I made uh, bits and bites. Oh, nice. Yeah. I made my own for Christmas, and it was good. Mm. I, I I like making stuff like that. just And that's where I find bulk burn is really good. So you can get the just huge amounts. I stuff.
1: will always go for sweets. So I'm yeah. the person that gets the trail mix and picks out all the Smarties or the M&Ms or whatever's yeah. in there. And the ra- then I'll go raisins and then leave all the nuts and stuff for yeah. my husband. It's kind of good because he, you know, it's like the box of chocolates. I eat all the creamy center stuff. He takes all the nuts and the hard <laughs> caramel stuff. So it's good. It's a good compromise.
0: What about the sweetness of dried fruit? Do you like that? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of dried fruit. I like dried apricots. Yeah. Not so much on the dried apples. I find them just. I'll yeah, eat them,
1: they're yeah. But, you're right.
0: But they're not as good as like dried apples or raisins and. Raisins uh,
1: and pineapple stuff. too. Yes. Oh, that's good
0: it's good yes. stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's good.
1: I will take fruit over chips, popcorn. It like I'll walk past that stuff, and I like something sweet is always my, my thing over. Yeah, the salty. It's
0: not my thing. Yeah, I was looking for something sweet tonight, and my wife said... I couldn't find anything. She said, well, there's Toblerone bars downstairs, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, I like it just I didn't get
1: offered a Toblerone bar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're my private stash. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I do like Toblerone bars, so good. Hey, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Park Power. A provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta... That offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose where you buy your energy from. If you switch retailers, nothing changes about the delivery of electricity or natural gas to your home and business. If you have an existing contract, you're going to want to find out terms for leaving. If you don't, then it's even easier to sign up for Park Power. The choice is yours, and there's a better deal available to you. Learn more at parkpower.ca. I don't know if you've ever been to Banff at the Grizzly House, but it's a fondue place.
1: Yeah, well, we always go by, and we always hear how good it is. Yeah. And we have never been.
0: <coughs> so, they do three courses, and the third course is a chocolate fondue, and they use Toblerone bars, so just melt it down, and then you can oh, dip stuff in it. Oh,
1: so we do similar at the, um what's the house at the bottom, Banff Springs Hotel? There's, like, a pub down there. Wall... Uh,
0: I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of it.
1: I know it's it's not Waldorf, but it's something like, yeah. Anyway, they have yeah they have the fondue for two or something, right? Mm-hmm. Which really should be for four, but yeah. <laughs> we still manage. And it's the the cheese fondue, and then you go to and then you get chocolate at the end. Oh wow, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I I'm a big fondue person. I I don't have it often, though, probably for good reason. But...
1: No, it's true. It's not something I would do necessarily at home like I think it was a thing in the 70s they did fondue parties and stuff but I don't want to dip with people I I get that I I want I I want to know they know the rules of the dipping
0: I I think it's different (laughs) if you're dipping in the oil because it'll kill any yes absolutely yes but if you're dipping into cheese exactly or chocolate
1: do you trust people to not take a bite and then do this double dip back in the thing do you trust people?
0: If it's my wife, I don't mind.
1: No, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. With my husband, I will do the fondue thing.
0: But even if, my friends, I don't it, trust if them. it was like, <laughs> if we're sitting around having chips and dip, and there's a lot of people, I think there's a lot of paranoia on my part. So I'm always watching. Mm. So I'm seeing if somebody's double dipping, and I've seen it before, and somebody double dips, and I'm just like, I'm staying away from that food.
1: I was I was thinking I would say they're never invited to my house again. But you know, maybe I'm a little bit harsh on it.
0: Well, I see it at work.
1: Oh, at work. Yes. Oh, don't ever eat the food at work.
0: Well, I always eat at work. (laughs) I, uh, it's a restaurant, so. <laughs> oh.
1: Okay, that's different because you actually have food standards. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking the office setting okay. where people bring stuff in, and I'm always like, "Why did you bring it in?
0: Well, and, and did you
1: drop it on the floor? This banana bread, and that's why you're bringing it in now.
0: <laughs> I see it at potlucks, not yeah.
1: Yeah, not yeah, for the yeah, yeah. customers' food. Yeah. No, like, no, I got gotcha. you. Okay, I got
0: gotcha. you. Yeah, and yeah, I don't, I don't always trust potlucks at something like that.
1: Thank you. I'm the same. I want to see pictures of your kitchen with a dated newspaper so I know that it actually is current. Uh, Yeah, I don't... uh, Again, and I'm not totally... Like, I'm not a germaphobe by any stretch. But I... Yeah, I
0: don't know. I don't want to kiss these people. I don't want to make out with them. And I don't want to share a dick with them.
1: Amen. Amen. There you go. There you go. I think we're like-minded on that. 100%. I...
0: Like I said, I'm very... Just paranoid, and I just always watch, and I'll just stay away from some stuff, so, and there always has to be tongs, I like tongs, yeah, of course, I don't like people just grabbing,
1: no, what are we, animals?
0: Yeah, (laughs) so, I'm a big tong fan, (laughs) like, even at my house, if, I, I like doing big platters of stuff,
1: yeah,
0: and if I have people over, we have a big platter, there's always lots of tongs around,
1: okay, cool, so, You do platters of, like, meals or, like, appies or, like, meals. Oh, really?
0: Meals, appies. It depends what's going on, who's coming over, how many people. So
1: my my husband likes to plate the food for people.
0: It, It all depends what I'm making.
1: Well, no, that's true. Yeah. But I think he... My my husband ha- and he's not he's never worked in a restaurant or anything like that. He sells compressors, <laughs> <laughs> but he he wants it presented in a certain way. So if people help themselves and and I don't want to say do it wrong because it's your own food, but in my husband's mind, if they plated it up in a way that wasn't optimal, he would kind of feel. Um, do you know? It's all part of the. Pre- do you know what I'm saying? You must yes. know. You work in restaurants, yeah, so it's part of the presentation. It's part of the whole. Event, yeah, is like to not only just make the food and throw it out there and then let people mix it up with their things or this is touching that. Uh, and not that he's afraid of things touching that, but he's like, well, there's a salad bowl for a reason or a salad plate for a reason. Anyway, uh, so he likes to serve it up. We don't really do the platter style.
0: If it's just family coming over, I usually gotcha. platter. Gotcha. If it's somebody that I really want to impress, yeah. I will plate it up yeah, and nice. I'll nice. take my time. I'll do it up Nice. nice. So do you have the
1: squeezy bottles with the sauces?
0: No, I'm more of just no. a spoon. Okay, all right. Uh, okay. The spoon.
1: But you do the spoon with the little... Oh, nice. I, I, if, if I'm getting That's that fancy, yes.
0: Nice. Um, I'd rather drizzle yeah. than squeeze than bottle. Than the squeeze
1: bottle thing. Because okay. I think... I see that on shows.
0: Yeah. For a squeeze bottle, I I think it's more artistic, and I I don't have that artistic ability.
1: Oh, they're doing more design type things, and yes. you're just kind of like, I want it to look
0: Drizzly, nice, but yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so that's that's my theory. Like, I'll show you some platters maybe later that yeah. I take pictures of because I like it. And just like if it's barbecue, I, it's a big platter. Yeah. But if I'm like I said, just a yeah. couple people over. Well, impress.
1: that and that's funny because where like when we go to my in laws, so you know very traditional Italian, they are the pl- she is about the platter. So she puts yeah. out the big. I mean, there's so much food, you can imagine, right? Yeah, Italian family. Because, exactly, they're in the Toronto area. So because when we go home, and I'm married to the baby of the family, (laughs) it's an event. Yeah. And so then the meal becomes even, like it it becomes an even bigger event because we're supposedly special (laughs) because we live so (laughs) far away. And yeah, and then the platter comes out with the least three kinds of meat. Yeah. So you have like, you'll have like she'll even do like chicken wings and stuff which is kind of cool and then she'll do some sort of like um fatina like a that's the italian word for it (laughs) or that's the at least the italian their dialect for it like a veal or
0: yeah chicken
1: breast or something that fatina is like the word they use so now i use it because i've been married for a million years and then and then they'll have like you know something else sausages oh kind of always sausages so, like, they'll just bring out this huge platter, and then they usually have, like, a little bit of fish. Like, oh, here's, you know, we're <laughs> <clears throat> So, it's funny that my husband is kind of not that same way. He's kind of more plated. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Because he, cause come, he comes from the, like, platter family dining. That's yeah. Italian-style dining is that family, you know. Yeah. But, anyway, it's interesting.
0: Sometimes we're, if we're having supper and I make something fancy, I'll just... I'll plate it for the three of us. And I don't get a show off. My son doesn't care.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's,
0: right. He's a teenage boy. He doesn't care about plate presentation. He's just... He
1: just needs to shove it in because they... Well, if he's... Like, I remember my brothers being at that age. It's like, they eat non-stop. You're like, where is this going? Yes. Yeah.
0: But my wife will appreciate it sometimes, so... Yeah. my Yeah, my husband it's still... Nice. Yeah,
1: he plates mine, too. We kind of do, like... Sometimes he'll do a meat... And I'll do fish, and then we'll share the sides, the salad, whatever's with it, right? You know, we kind yeah. of do our own protein, I guess, basically. Um, but my husband, he still, he, he plates my meal almost every night. That's
0: nice.
1: And I'm telling you, he gets a thank you every time. If it's, like, pasta with just, like butter, pepper and some hot pepper flakes. Like sometimes we just need like we just need to fill ourselves and we're just getting something huh. quick and he'll make like a pasta really, really simple. I thank him every time. I, I'm so appreciative that I don't have to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. Um I really like that I can come home and I, I'm gonna sound like a total nineteen fifties husband, but I like coming home and there's me already. Yeah. I work and, it takes me an hour to drive home, so it's like, oh, yeah. it just sucks, but yeah. I agree with you. I appreciate it so much that there is a meal for me. Yeah. I'm so thankful for it, so it's like, I'm just not home in time to cook. Yeah, but on weekends, exactly. that's where I get to do my cooking.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. I um, I cook if I sort of have to, and I have a few of my dishes that I'm kind of okay at, um, including a stuffed salmon, phyllo-wrapped Stuffed salmon, and inside is like, again, feta cheese. Like, I love my cheese, right? Feta, spinach, uh, salmon, and then like a phyllo pastry kind of around it. Nice. Which is, um, uh, so I served it to my mom, and she's like, this is so, my mom is not a cook. Maybe I should go there, too, because my husband's from this, like, live to eat. And I'm from this family of you eat to live. Like, you have to eat or you'll die. And food wasn't. Food wasn't associated with with love, with home, with whatever. It was like you had to eat because you know whatever your other you'll die. Yeah. Whereas my husband comes from just food meant love. The dish they made for you meant what she made for you meant she loves you. And my now my mother in law has that dish for me where she makes it for me and it's her way of saying Vanda, we're glad you're here. I love you. Here's your dish. Right. Nice. That's it's all wrapped up. Anyway, so I come so I served my mom the salmon, and my mom is like, oh that's great. Like if. They assume Frank made it. I said, oh, no, that was me. And she said, oh, how do you make it? And I start telling her, and I get to about the third step, and she's like, oh, I'm never going to make that. Don't. Just, <laughs> you can stop right there. Because, uh, yeah, she's she's not going to invest that kind of time. I like baking, so I like anything with steps that are definitely neat. Like, these are steps you have to follow. You're Love following it. instructions. Yeah. Baking, you can't really wing it with baking, because you need the chemistry to work. Yes. And so with the, you know, the final wrap pastry, it's very much like steps. You do the steps. But the whole, like, add this, fling it in, give it a taste, and then you know that you need to add that, I don't have that part of me, and I, you know, I think it was missed out because of I, my heritage. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I get that. I think I came more of, the like, your husband, Frank, where my mom was always cooking, and it was always great, so... She made a lot of good To things. my
1: dad, ketchup is a hot sauce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do love my hot sauce, too.
1: I had my first, like, name it, calamari, when I started dating my husband. Okay. Anything different? Uh, first time I had it was when I started dating my husband, because, yeah, we just, we ate the same thing all the time. It wasn't fish, meant fish sticks, you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. anything, yeah.
0: So. I love calamari. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge seafood fan for a lot of stuff, but calamari is right up there for me. I, but it has to be cooked proper. Like if it's cooked more than thirty seconds, then
1: okay. Can I plug a place in town?
0: Yes, okay. Okay,
1: Nico's Bistro, in Kens- on Kensington.
0: Okay.
1: Um, most people have not heard of it. It is my favorite restaurant in the city. He does a calamari, so it's not battered breaded um you know what i mean it's not that kind of calamari it's yeah. the,
0: like the can whole... i say naked the, yeah <laughs> the whole naked squid
1: <laughs> the naked calamari um and he does it with a sauce that tastes like um oh my gosh what's the what's the bagged ring um ring-lose? what are those things called Ringlos. <laughs> Are they ringlows?
0: Like the barbecue ringolos? Yes. Okay.
1: So they, they the calamari has. It's not. It, I mean, it doesn't have the same artificial yeah. taste of ringlows. It's but think of ringlow type flavor with a calamari. That sounds good. Nico's Bistro on Kensington. It's got the black awning.
0: I think I know where I'm going to eat. Next. My favorite,
1: my favorite restaurant. Absolutely, yeah. Nice.
0: So, when you're baking, you said you like baking. Is there something that you bake that's You, like everybody knows that you've baked that and you're doing a really good job at it.
1: Uh, It's changed over the years. So my grandmother had a great hand for pastry. That's what we say in the biz, hand for pastry. (laughs) My mother has a great hand for pastry. I made my first apple pie when I was like a newlywed because it's the kind of thing you think you have to do for company is make apple pie. So I made it from scratch. And my company, she was, it was a friend of mine, and she was like, wow, like, this is a really good pie. I said, oh, thanks, it's my first, and she's like, this is not your first pie. I said, this is my first pie, yeah, the first pie I made. She's like, how did you get the crust to work? And I said, well, everything has to be cold. Yeah, yeah, I do that. I'm like, you can't touch it too much. I do that, I do that. And she was, like, actually getting angry at how well my pastry turned out. And I said, well, then I'll just say, it's a family line of good hand for pastry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know explain it uh so i was kind of known for pie i love doing pies turnovers and things like that nice then i kind of went into like a carrot cake phase um and then now it is soft pretzels nice, because they're great to serve at sort of um if you're invited somewhere yeah you bring stuff like no one else has brought soft pretzels certainly not homemade ones exactly and then the dipping sauces you got your honey mustard you got your salted caramel Yes. So you can kind of go different routes because you can go savory or sweet with the yeah. uh, with the. Oh, see, I'm I'm salivating just thinking about <laughs> my own soft pretzels. Uh, I make mini ones, and I make bigger ones depending on what the thing calls for. But I don't nice. bake as much as I'd like to. My husband's not a big eater of well sweets, so. You know, he's the type that'll have one slice of pie and then the rest is left. And of course I have to eat it because I know how much it cost and I know how much time it took and I know I have a good hand for pastry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you don't want to take it to work because who knows touching it.
1: I should, exactly. So I should probably bring it to you maybe. Maybe you'd appreciate my apple pie.
0: Yes. No. Yeah. I'm never going to say no to a slice of pie.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I, I don't bake as much as I'd like to, but I, but I, yeah, that's, that's my thing. I feel comfortable there. Cooking just never feel
0: comfortable. Nice. But that's pretty much your time. Um, okay. Where can people find you in the Tight Ends Podcast?
1: Okay, like so that. now you have to, by law, call it the Canadian Podcast Award-nominated Tight Ends Podcast. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> where I'm nominated in the sports category, which blows my mind because it's just crazy to me. Um, yeah, so go to com. You can sort of hear the episodes there and see my show notes, which are always kind of funny, and I have links to funny things. And I love Twitter, at the tight ends, on Twitter.
0: Nice, and again, thanks, this was fun.
1: Good, thank you.